It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. How you doing out there? After a full month under the shelter-in-place directive, this extrovert is certainly feeling through a lot of loneliness these days. I'm someone who needs hugs almost as much as I need oxygen. And I went full-on raging preteen a few days ago, not being able to see my friends or anyone for that matter. Crying, yelling, slamming things around, cussing like a sailor. It was ugly, but necessary. It felt so good. I mean, I'm hugging myself daily, but I'd still pay good money for a proper Joe hug right now if I wasn't doing my civic duty with this social distancing thing. (sighs) Please send me virtual hugs. Please? Anyone? Are you out there? (laughs) A listener messaged me a few weeks ago that she'd gone back into the archives and listened to Podcast 31 and that it was exactly what she needed to hear right then. I recorded that episode over two years ago, so I had to go back and listen to it myself so I could remember it. It is an overshare about my experiences with isolation and why I use cannabis to treat bouts of depression and anxiety. Strangely enough, I needed to hear it too. So if you relate and you're in need of moral support during this quarantine, listen to Podcast 31 under the covers. I also had a lovely listener reach out who wanted to support my efforts as a small business owner and content creator doing it on my own. 
At the very end of the show, I always include ways you can support the podcast. But I recognize everyone doesn't listen to the bitter end. So this week, I'm mixing it up. If you find value in the content I share and you want to pay it forward, become a podcast patron at patreon.com backslash casually baked. Perks are based on donation level, but all podcast patrons, whether you donate $5 or $50, receive 10% off casually baked gear and cannabis lifestyle coaching. You can also support my efforts by subscribing to the show on your favorite podcasting platform and sharing the podcast with a friend or family member that needs to loosen up and learn a thing or two about the modern cannabis culture. You can also support the show and help shape the content by submitting your canna curious questions at casuallybaked.com to be answered on a future episode of the show, just like this canna curious Q&A you're listening to now. Smoke them if you still got them, and bless your heart if you don't. It's time to get casually baked. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. Hi, Joe. Have you ever heard of or used a Nova decarboxylator? Since I love edibles, I have been debating buying one and would love to hear your review or thoughts. Best, Bill. Hi, Bill. It's taken me so long to get back to you that you may have already pulled the trigger on that Nova decarboxylator. If you did, let me know what you think. I don't own one myself, but I'm familiar with the product and one similar to it. And here's my take on it. If you aren't confident in the kitchen or you don't like being hands-on in the process of cooking, then a device like the Nova Decarboxylator by Ardent Cannabis is a smart tool for you to invest in. It will give you easy instructions and guide you through measurements and all of the steps. But if you enjoy being in the kitchen and getting your hands involved and experimenting with cannabis, then I don't think you need to spend $210 to $350 for a kitchen accessory to make your cannabis-infused oil. Back in 2010, I adopted a lifestyle with a minimalist mindset. So if you're trying to buy less stuff and have fewer gadgets in the cabinets— Making infused oil isn't complicated. I recognize some of you don't love the math and conversions to figure out the right dosage, and that makes you anxious and, you know, you don't want to make your own oil. I get it. So I'm sharing the step-by-step instructions that I wrote up for my girl Rose in the podcast 131 show notes at casuallybaked.com. I'll also include my casually baked DIY infused oil recipe if you want to get creative in the kitchen during quarantine. All that said, if I want an expensive cannabis accessory and I'm not sure if I should spend the money, I hold off for 30 days. And after 30 days, if I still really want it, I've had a month to budget for it and then I shamelessly make my purchase. Whatever you decide to do, happy baking. Hiya, Joanna. Talk about casually baked karma. While listening to the coronavirus PSA, 
On my nightstand was Dr. Rangan Chatterjee's book, How to Make Diseases Disappear. The book was marked at page 80, and the content was discussing the immune system activity that takes place in and around the gut. Wow, Elion was spot on with the science as well as being an excellent communicator. Thank you both. I guess we all have to go one step beyond that three-day survival kit we should all have and perhaps extend that to two weeks for these emerging diseases. I much appreciate the work you do. You have a strong and very positive impact. Thank you. Any guidance for an old-school toker like myself during this coronavirus outbreak? I worry about my lungs, not that I smoke a lot, but maybe I switch to edibles or pills for my medicine. Hope you can touch on this in a future podcast. Blessings, Peter. Peter, thanks so much, as always, for passing along your thoughts and experiences with the content. To answer your question, yes, it is certainly smart to choose alternate methods of consumption over combusting. However, I'm not an extremist one way or the other. So yes, I too am smoking a bit less, but I'm still smoking a couple of bowls a day and also vaping concentrate once or twice a day. I think the overall big picture of how you're caring for yourself is what I'd like for you to consider. So myself as an example, I think maintaining a daily wellness routine is critical. I start my morning with a prebiotic cleanse cocktail that I add beet powder concentrate to along with my various tinctures and elderberry syrup. I use that to wash down my probiotics. I also rinse my mouth with a couple of tablespoons of molecular silver, and then I swallow it. I didn't say molecular silver. If you drink too much of that stuff, you'll turn blue. We're not going for human smurf. But molecular silver. It is antiviral and antifungal, and molecular silver behaves like gas in your body and can permeate the cells. I've been taking molecular silver regularly since 2012. Anytime I've ever gotten a sore throat or I start feeling sick, I double down on my molecular silver intake. And I win. My body takes down whatever was creeping in. I also ozonate my drinking water. And I use that water to clean and rinse my veggies. And I'm using my neti pot to flush my sinuses where pathogens can linger, especially when you've got allergies and you get snotty and, you know, shit just sits up there. I'm also staying my ass at home. Last week, I went to the post office twice and the grocery store once. I'm less worried about my cannabis smoking habits when I'm not engaging with others in closed, close proximity. But... I recognize we're all different ages with varying existing conditions and living situations. So the most important thing I can recommend is to listen to your body. And there are a few easy ways to do that. Morning meditation and 10 to 20 minutes of breathing and stretching, those are great listening activities. While we're listening and noticing how we feel, these activities are also feeding and flushing our brains, bodies, and nervous system. Refreshing the oxygen in our blood and massaging our organs is an important daily rinse, especially with less physical activity than normal. 
I think ignoring this piece can make all of the other good things that we're doing for our bodies moot. So keep moving. Keep listening to your body. Reconnect with yourself and your family. Find things to rave about. I mean, my sister and Dion, those poor girls get more pictures of food that I'm cooking these days. (laughs) Do things that make you laugh or bring you joy and turn off the mainstream news. Instead, explore ideas through books and podcasts and picking up a blank piece of paper and letting inspiration decide what happens next. And if you're not up for another Zoom hangout, just say no, thank you. No, thank you. It's perfectly okay to feel antisocial. I've been missing hugs more than people these days, and I'm just going with it. I invite you to unapologetically be the center of your own universe right now and do what feels good for you. I'm sending so much love and happy, healthy vibes to you as we ride this crazy train together. You know, but separate. This work from home life is old hat for me, and I've been balancing the cannabis and work combo for years. During our collective work from home status, it occurred to me that I bet a lot of you are experimenting with adding weed to your workday. You know, this is something you normally wouldn't be able to do with carpool and school drop-offs and suiting up for big meetings at the office. Work has never been so casual and so revealing of people's personal lives and decorating style. If you're curious to see what it'd be like to wake and bake your way into the day, I say go for it. If people can dial into video meetings from their bed, you can explore being casually baked at the Zoom team meeting. But make sure you write down notes for anything you're supposed to give an update on. The art is being casually baked and highly responsible. Pre-planning before you get high is the key to success. For me, being casually baked while working on a thinking-type project or writing assignment is really helpful to get in the flow. Besides getting casually baked, having the right music helps create the vibe I need to do my best work. I also like to sprinkle in Scooby Snack workouts and stretch breaks. I have a couple of stretchy bands in my office space. They look like scarves on Blaze and Blondie's neck. What I do is I multitask. I'm countering my keyboard posture with some back exercises while I'm reading or reviewing audio. I also have a contoured floor mat to stand on, which keeps me moving around. If you don't have a standing desk, I bought a desk riser about six months ago, and it's helped alleviate a lot of neck and shoulder pain for me, and just keeping me from sitting on my ass all day. The one I got, it sits on top of your existing desk, so you don't have to, like, reconform anything. I'll include a link in the show notes if that sounds exciting to you. No matter what your work-from-home situation is right now, I personally think it's a great time to dial in what you need to do your best work. If fear and anxiety are keeping you from being present right now and getting your best work done or taking care of your shit at home, consider how and when you're using your cannabis. Are you really treating it like medicine or are you still treating it like a recreational treat? 
You're a grown-ass human, and I encourage you to experiment in finding your optimum workday method of consumption and dosage. Be sure to keep a dosage tracker and listen to your body. It might be one of the more beneficial additions to your daily routine. But you'll never know if you don't experiment. We've got a whole month and time on our hands. I bet we could find great ways to celebrate our relationship with cannabis. Let me know how you're spending your 420 staycation. Connect with me on social. I'm at Casually Baked on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you learned something or were inspired by today's message, you know what to do. Puff, puff, pass it on. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon And I'm Saba. And we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout Podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down. down.